The 606 on this Monday morning. Thanks for joining me. It's uh, Jalen flying solo uh, this morning. Daryl will be back tomorrow. Morley Scott, of course, in uh, as well. Wanted to uh, get into this conversation because it, it caught my attention when we hear and we talk a lot about the healthcare system and what it needs to do to prepare for an older population. Uh, but there's always new things or there's always, um, you know, studies being done saying, hey, you know what? We really need to pay attention to this. And a recent one showing that there's a rapid growth of inflammatory bowel disease, um, you know, as the number of Canadians diagnosed with it set to reach about 470,000 by the year. 2035. Well, what is IBD? What do you need to know? Let's find out more with the president and CEO of the Crohn's and Colitis uh, Canada, uh, Lori Radke. Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, thanks for joining me. So give us an idea. Let's start with this. What is IBD? What is inflammatory bowel disease? Okay. So there's two main forms of IBD, uh, Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. Um, these are lifelong diseases. You're often uh, diagnosed, generally speaking, between about 16 and 25, uh, prime of your life. And these diseases inflame the lining of your gastrointestinal tract. They really disrupt the body's ability to digest food, absorb nutrition, and eliminate waste. You mm. often have to go to the bathroom a lot. They're, they're diseases that People don't really like to talk about much. No, no, and um, and but they and and they can be really devastating. I mean, is there, are there mild cases? Is it go to like mild to severe, or is it always severe? Uh, it comes and goes. It's the kind of disease where you have flare-ups. So you might be fine one week and and have a pretty good week, uh, but you live with that uncertainty of not knowing when it's going to be bad. So how, how is it treated? Um, there's several uh, medications, and that's part of the good news that has come out of this report is that we have more treatments today, so people are living longer and living a, a better quality of life because of the treatment options. Um, so that's the good news. Uh, you can treat it. My mom has colitis. She's had it since she was pregnant with me, which mm -hmm. has been you know, 50 years now, and she's been on the same medication for the entire 50 years and has lived quite well with it. But you never quite know what each day is going to bring. Mm. So, Yeah, I, I have a friend who, who has it and who's had, um, you know, is incredibly, incredibly sick and ended up having to have surgery because of it. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's um, it, it can be it can be um, excessively debilitating in some cases, Lori, without okay. a doubt. Um, why is the number growing? Why, why are more and more people getting this? Yeah, that's a really good question, and it's something we're working really hard to, to find out. Um, this report has shown that I think they're saying 11,000 people will be diagnosed in 2023, and we think that by 2035, that number will go up to 14,000 people diagnosed mm -hmm. in one year. So. It is growing rapidly, and, and we don't know exactly why, which is why we need uh, a lot more research into this challenge. We know that seniors are a, a rapidly growing group, and that is because people are living longer. Mm -hmm. um, we know that diagnoses are going up in children. Our, our most 
rapidly rising segment is children under the age of six, which oh, wow. just blows my mind. I can't imagine being a kid and having to deal with something like this. Um, so, so it's it's happening more, um, and and this report really highlights the need uh, for us to use our financial and our health care resources as effectively as possible, um, knowing that this growth rate is going up. Lori Radke joining me this morning, the president, CEO of Crohn's and Colitis Canada. And we talk about, um, you know, kids under six. Um, I, as you said, I can't even imagine the, the challenges. I mean, I can't imagine the challenges uh, alone, but, you know, for to have a child under six um, trying to deal with this, what kind of impact besides, you know, gastrointestinal? I mean, I'm wondering about yeah. the impact that that could have um, psychologically down the road as well. That's one thing we're learning is is the impact on mental health, right? You, uh, it adds a lot of stress when you don't know where the bathroom is or mm-hmm. what your day to be. And what if you have a meeting that's meant to go four hours and there's one bathroom break and, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the stress that that brings to your life and the impact on mental health um, is is key here and you know we've started launching some programs to support this already so we're you know we say we're well positioned to address the needs that are outlined in this report we've got something called the pace program pace stands for promoting access to care mm-hmm. through central excellence which is leading hospital clinics coming together across canada and we have a couple pilot projects that we've rolled out um, as pilots, and we hope that they will become uh, commonplace in the next two years. And one of them, when we talk about kids, one of these programs is focused on the transition from pediatric to adult care, mm. which right now is a tough thing because as a kid, um, you have a different level of care. You have an, a, a pediatrician that really helps you with all aspects of your care. But when you move into adult care, it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've, we've got a program focused on that, and we've got one focused on virtual care, which became more important, obviously, through the pandemic. So uh, what, what, what do health systems, what do hospitals, institutions, like the, the system in general, how does it need to prepare for a growing number of, of people being diagnosed with this? Yeah, I think you've hit on something uh, in in the need for more mental health support. Yeah. Really in that um, treatment of the whole person, right? So instead of just focusing on the GI tract and what's happening with your IBD, can we look at everything and and look at multidisciplinary uh, care? So um, can we bring in dietitians? Can we bring in mental health experts, a psychologist? Um, the various aspects of your disease that need treatment um, would be great to have more of that offered through the healthcare system. It'll be uh, it'll be something that we're watching over the years to come. Lori, thank you so much for joining us. Your time, your expertise in this, very much appreciated. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it and, and helping to create more awareness. We Absolutely. Really
Lori Radke joining me this morning, the president and CEO of Crohn's and Colitis Canada. If you want to find out more, you can check out their website as well. But yeah, they're saying that uh, the number of people diagnosed with this, especially little kids, which is uh, a little scary. It's an autoimmune uh, disorder. Uh, but they're saying that those numbers are going to continue to grow. And like everything, right, um, you know, we need to make sure that the health system is prepared to handle that. Uh, we also know that seniors being diagnosed more and more. We know that that baby boom generation getting getting older you know is that system is that healthcare system uh, prepared for that and what's that going to look like um, you know 5 10 15 20 years down the road lots to think about lots to talk about uh, on that front